I just want to shout out my girl, my sis, Courtney V from the Barbie Way podcast. Make sure you guys check her out as well. She is so real. She talks about a plethora of topics that are very relatable. And, you know, everything she does is just so dope, you guys. So make sure you guys check her out. That's the Barbie Way podcast. I'll put it in the show notes. right right yes it's Linnea (laughs) do people do that a lot yeah they can't yeah because how it's spelled they're like Linnea or they call me Linnea Linnea but it's all good girl (laughs) what's up everybody I'm so happy we finally have a chance to collaborate yes y'all we talk all the time like I love her I love her podcast like we just vibe this is the first time we've been able to actually collab which I'm so excited about yes yes Yes. Likewise, yes, I share the I share the same love. We've we go back. I don't know. I think it's yeah. over a year to be honest with you, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I know I remember I started like, hmm? Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying it's like, you know, that meme that's like you have your you're making real friends on Instagram. You right. Know that. <laughs> right. Like all oh my I got some besties on Instagram. It's so crazy. That's I tried to listen to you when you were on a podcast with your boo, and I just loved it so much. I would listen to it, like, all the time. I would never miss a show. I just loved, like, my favorite part about it was the music, because I love music. And y'all would play some fire music, first of all. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I love music, too, and older music. Because, you know, R&B, I don't want to say it. I'm afraid to say this or proclaim this, but R&B is seemingly like a dying genre, so I hold on to R&B and older R&B I just, I just love it because yeah. you can still relate to it even today you know if you're a real lover <laughs> yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. and this and just the chemistry that you guys have like I was I would be cracking up y'all funny mm-hmm. yeah we uh we, we kind of stopped only because you know he, he, I don't know if you could sense it but he used to be a little nervous oh say it Right, just say it. But yeah, I really enjoyed my brother though. We had one back in the day, a podcast together. We each got busy. I was in school, so we just picked it back up, having so much time with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, my brother and I are like twins. Mm-hmm. So I have a really good time doing that. With him. Yes, and tell the people in case they don't know. Tell us about you know that's real podcast oh. for those who may not know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So yeah, my brother and I, Jordan, we have a podcast called You Know That's Real. And it came from because we always say that thing. And then actually, it's so funny. Uh, a friend hit me up. I was like, why well, you should call your podcast You Know That's Real because you're always saying it all the time. 
And um, the reason why I got Jordan on, because I wasn't doing a solo one again, is because he and I are the only ones that say it. I say it with him all the time. Mm-hmm. And then so I got him to, uh, you know, commit. And, you know, this is a little 30-minute podcast, and we just talk about our weekend, um, some, some, some real things people can relate to. Um, I like the shorter format, because I know people's attention span these days. Yeah. So, and it's hard to get him on the phone, so I have a real <laughs> conversation. So I think 30 minutes is his limit, but he's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I feel like we a lot in those 30 minutes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I was listening to the last one and you got, I was cracking up at work because you guys were talking about P Valley and what he was saying about how he put the subtitles on. I had to do the same thing because I was like, I know what the hell they were saying. Like, I understand because, you know, that Mississippi um, country slang or whatever lingo, it's quite different than someone that's from like South Carolina or Virginia. It's, it's different and you just can't understand what they're saying. So, yeah, I know. I, was, I, I, I didn't wait a minute either. I had him on. And, I, and you know, when he was like, I turned him on after 30 minutes, I was with him. We watched that whole hour first episode, and it was on the whole time. <laughs> it was on the longer <laughs> 30 minutes. But I watched it all. I had it on all season because, I mean, and I don't, like, I don't like to miss plot points, and I don't know. But Chuck and Lisa is so fun to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, a good show. I was gonna say it's a good show, but I can't even tell you what is the plot though. though? That's the one thing I don't get. You know, I I don't know because I I was telling my mom about it, and I was talking to one of my friends about it, and I was like, I don't even know. Like, if someone asks me what it's about, I don't. All I know to say is about a strip club in Mississippi. I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know, yeah. but it's good. It's really, yeah, and it'd be cringe though, Loretta Divine's part when she said that weird thing about the Lord. I was like, what is going on? But other than that. <laughs> Yeah, I actually just started it, so I'm on episode three. I'm on yeah three or four. I think I, I think I stopped on three, so I'm I'm still at the beginning. I think I got three more episodes to go. It's good. I just honestly, I never really frequented frequented strip clubs in my life. I've been in a. I don't even know if I've ever been in a female strip club before. I've been in once, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize strip clubs were all into all those acrobats and stuff like that. I thought it was just like sexy, like players club type dancing. Right. They be having the Olympics in the dark. You know, <laughs> they sure do. They <laughs> I learned that, um, I learned that the phrase, the monkey drop, and they be going yes. all the way to the top. Yes. <laughs> they are skilled, okay? I'm like, okay, sis, get it. Yeah. Get it. Work the ball. All that. Yes. But, um, where are you from? I'm actually from, uh, I live down the street from Seattle. Actually, Seattle, okay. Washington. Yeah, um, but I was a military brat. I moved here when I was like 11, 12. Before that, I lived in Southern California. So when people ask where I'm from, I say Washington. That's all I really know. But before here, I lived in Southern California. Okay. So I'm a West Coaster. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> My I parents are from go- Ohio State. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, cool. I want to go to California really badly. When COVID lets up, I guess I can go. I told myself when COVID's over with, I'm gonna start living a little more. Like I'm gonna start taking like maybe like little Southwest Airlines flights every other weekend or something for, for the cheap. Cause I feel like now I'm sitting in here, you know, like when you get sick and you lose your um, ability to smell, uh, breathe out your nostrils, and then you mm-hmm. think about all the times you could breathe out of your nostrils. Yeah. And how you didn't appreciate it. That's how I feel about me always being in the house now. Dang, when we could get out, I didn't even get out. Right. Yeah, so. it makes you, it's, it's an eye opener for sure. Mm-hmm. It sure is. All right. I mean, if I ever have one. <laughs> 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 right. 
Lord, I was like, oh Lord. All right, let's have some fun. So, you know, I'm doing this mind blowing, crazy, random questions. These are some crazy Ooh. questions, okay? Oh, so, wait. you know, I just, I just want to have some fun. Love, so you deserve you, it. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let loose sometimes. Just be free. All right, so I'm about to hit you with some. I'm gonna ask you six crazy questions. Answer how you see fit. Whatever you know how I do over here. It's you know keep it real. Whatever. And then we're gonna do Linnea's trivia, which I love. Okay. Yes. All right. So this is the first question. Okay. You're driving to your boo's house. It's midnight. You're alone in the car. You're bumping some fire R&B music. Just having a good old time. You stop at a red light. There are no other cars around at the moment. And suddenly you hear a banging on the back of your car window, which startles you. Then the person, the person rushes around to the passenger side and they force their way in. It's Madonna. She tells you to drive and go through all the lights because the boogeyman is chasing her. What are you saying and doing? <laughs> I'm driving out. Hey, look, I'm driving through all the lights because the boogeyman is chasing her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's Madonna? Madonna. <laughs> I'm driving through the lights. Well, actually, you know what? You did say I was listening to R&B music, though. So I don't even know. I don't play. I don't change the music in my car for nobody. <laughs> so I don't know, but no, I would probably drive. That'd be look. The times, the, the times you go do something that you didn't even plan to do, those would be the best type of stories to tell. <laughs> what would you do? Lights. You wouldn't go through the light. We're running through these lights, Madonna. Where, what's going on? Where's the boogie man? First of all, <laughs> I'm about to be crazy taxi. Should. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we rolling. Like we going I'm after. Right? I don't know where we're going, but we're going. <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you, I'll be more concerned about the boogeyman part, to be honest with you. Like, what? What made you put that in there? Because <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because the way you talk, like, like I always envision it. I'm like, oh, golly, I'm, I, was thinking, I, know, I was thinking about the street I was on and everything. When, right. um, when my vision, you know. I'm going to from the back. I thought you were about to say they was going to get in the car. A stranger. I sure I would, I would get out the car with a stranger. I would let him have it. I don't never understand the people who fight for their vehicle. Like, that's what insurance yeah. is for. Yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we driving. We rolling. We yeah, rolling. I'll, I'll give her the tickets. The tickets are going to have to go to her, her mailbox. Yeah, she can pay for that, for sure. All right. That's real. <laughs> what does your <laughs> life look like without limits? Without limits? Like as far as like I, all my inhibitions are all gone. Yeah, you don't have no <laughs> no limits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do all that crazy stuff we see people doing on Instagram. You know when they do all those and, and anxiety inducing photos, like when they're sitting on the, in the mountains and skydiving and you know like running along the side of the buildings and things. That's what I would be doing. You doing it? Yeah, I just. I have, I have a fear of heights, number one, and I just have a fear of doing things. Like, certain things. I don't know. And it all happened when I had a child. Before my child, I was fearless. I would go do anything. I used to hop on a plane, go to Japan. I was in the military, so I used to go to Korea, Japan, just whatever. And him, I almost got a fear of flying. I finally got rid of it again, but I was, like, fearful of everything. Like, doing, I had, like, some separation anxiety and stuff like that. I had never experienced anxiety before. Um, until well, other reasons too, but I'm saying it heightened when I had a child. So 
I'm cool. I'm cool now, but I just that that childlike, um, you know, that childlike uh, what's that word I'm looking for? That the daring things. How we used mm-hmm. to have that fearlessness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do those type of things. Just live without fear and you know, all out too. To that though, because I think when you have a child, everything changes, and you know the world is so crazy. Because I'm like I'm an introvert myself. I don't I'm a yeah. homebody, so I don't I don't go out a lot like I used to before kids. You know when I was younger, so I'm, I do a lot of stuff in the house too. But it's like I'm the same way. It's like it's just too much going on, and you just fear that you know what if something happens, you know, and then the child is right. left. You know what I mean? So I can feel you on that. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's how I am. Like I used to. But I'm the same way, shockingly. And I, 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 just, I honestly believe, I have a theory that most good podcasters are introverts. Because we're always inside. We're always in our thoughts, you know. And I like just talking from here. Like, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I am nothing like you guys. Be I think I'm almost funny. But I, I don't like to be out like that in people's faces, talking to people. And I like to be at the house. So, right, just chilling. I never understand. My brother's opposite. You probably got that from the pod. He loves to be out. He was yeah. in his mind when we had to be inside. <laughs> um, he was but he, I still don't really feel the effects of it yet because I like being at home me too me too so when everybody's like oh I gotta go I wanna go this place and go that place no I'm good I can do right. Netflix and chill I'm good people need to start y'all need to turn around you just look at this this is probably the only time in your life that you'll be able just to be at home like just chilling like spend a time extra time with your kids like you yeah, haven't appreciated it because I get to spend extra time with myself because I work full time you know I've always worked work work Mm-hmm. It was nice to be able to see him all day and, and spend time with him and see him grow and not just take it to some lady, take him to some lady to watch him all day. Exactly. You know, like, you know what I mean? So it's nice. I mean, he's eight, so I guess it's a teacher lady, but uh, you know, absolutely yeah. special lady, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's just nice, to, you know, because if you really think about it, we really don't really see our kids a lot. We, we don't, because they go to school yeah, like yeah. all day and we go to work all day. We don't we don't get to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And then when we spend the time, we're just telling them what to do. Basically, and get, on their, and get on their damn nerves. <laughs> That's the story of my life. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, yeah. I like that. Right. Just, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, I feel you because I, I just, I just, I'm just not on the same wave as other people. Like as far as them mm-hmm. just having to, people couldn't wait till everything reopened so that they could hit wherever they wanted to go. But I'm thinking like, cause I'm in healthcare, so I'm like, listen, oh. I know that people. People, because people don't haven't experienced it themselves, or they haven't, nobody has been close to them that has been sick. They kind of think because they can't see it or feel it that it doesn't exist. But it's like I know people are right. still getting sick out here. Like, gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. So they dropping like flies, or is, are are they really not? I've wondered about that. No, I mean people are, are people still really definitely like- sick. Like a lot, a lot of the nursing homes are still. Um, it's it's heavy still in a lot of the nursing homes for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but it's you know, I think it's dying down, but it's still it's still out here in these streets. Yeah, my brother's out here living like it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> On my nerves. It's like somehow he hasn't gotten it, so he's doing something right, I guess. So he's been living and hasn't gotten it. Oh so, well, I don't know. They say God works over watches over children and fools, and Jordan's definitely one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hilarious. All right. Do you believe in psychics or that any person has the ability to see the future? No. (laughs) I do. My mom, actually, ironically, she thinks she's clairvoyant. But I will Mm -hmm. say she'll have dreams sometime and then it happens. So I don't know. Maybe I'm 
I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't call him a psychic. I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe discerning, discerning spirit. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. But psychic, I don't know. But some people say it is real. Bailey, personally, no, I don't. <laughs> I feel like some things you just need to put it, put it together and guess. Something. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's creepy because I wouldn't even want to go and talk to anyone who thinks that they could tell me what's going to happen in my life. Like, to me, that's just unsettling. Right. Like that's the case. If you out here living with a chico, what, what am I out here doing? Why am I just living life not knowing for? Right. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's fair. Right. Like that's I don't know. That's that's creepy. I I actually don't either. I don't oh, either. You don't? Mm-mm. Okay. For a second, you had me thinking. Mm-mm. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. This is the crazy one. <laughs> Nope. So somebody randomly on Instagram, there was this lady, she followed me. She's a, uh, she reads the tarot cards and she was like, do you want a reading? I'm like, uh, no, I don't. I don't want you to tell me Hmm. anything. Let me be surprised. Unless you can tell me that I'm about to get a million dollars. I don't want to know. I don't know. Because we still don't know what happened to Miss Cleo. She should have been able to see it coming, you know? (laughs) Right. You know, so I don't, ever since that happened, I, you know what I mean? Because, you know, as a kid, I know you're in your 30s, right? Cameron, you're in your 30s. Yes. Uh-huh. So my, my my thing is, you was everywhere. I saw her all the time. One day she was just gone. Right. So, girl, you know, let Miss Cleo help you out. Let Miss Cleo help you out. No, someone, someone that helped you out because we haven't seen you. Where you at? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I can't. Exactly. Okay. True. So don't, don't be selling us that, that, that fake that fake shit okay so right how far up do bald people go when they wash their face <laughs> you know what? i actually asked my brother's boyfriend that question because he bald what's up chad um anyway <laughs> um i asked my said so do you wash it like when you wash your face do you wash your head like i said do you, do you set up your your head and i can't remember what his answer was I cannot remember what it was. I know he shaves his head, but I'm like, you still have to wash it. So I don't know if you put soap on it. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's not what I asked him. I asked him, I said, I said, Chad, do you, did you um, use shampoo or soap on your bald head? That's what I asked him. Mm-hmm. And I think he said soap. Yeah, okay. that was, that's what I asked him. Mm-hmm. But um, how far, I would, I would go up to where, it's so funny, if I was bald, I would go up to where the hair should be. <laughs> <laughs> So, I stopped right at the forehead and I would stop right there and I was bald. <laughs> so I asked my friend this question, right? I'll ask her the same question. She she says to the she said to the back of the neck. I said, you so deep. <laughs> that is so funny. If you I think can't. about it, <laughs> she was like to the back of the to neck. The back I'm of like, the okay. Neck. All right. And I, and look, look, my question is, why aren't you washing the damn neck? Exactly. <laughs> oh, I sighed. That's, mm-hmm. That's hilarious. That's funny. Because I, I feel like they should use shampoo on the head and then uh, soap on the face, but I don't know. Who am I? I do too. I do. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, because I feel like, you know, I, I don't think you should use both. Just one. Well, right. both, but one for one, one thing, you know? Right. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, shout out to all the bald heads out there. We love y'all, you know, just, you know. What's up? <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> all right. Oh. So, 
what does genuine love feel like to you? Shoot, you know what? To me, it feels like you don't have to tell, teach anybody how to treat you. They just, they just know. That's like have the best way I could put it. I, I, cause even more so than words, like someone just kind of knows what how to treat you. Just and someone who wouldn't want you to, somebody who wouldn't want you to like, how can I say, feel bad? You know, someone who never, always wants to make you feel good or just wouldn't even dare do something that that would hurt you. That, that to me is genuine love. Because I feel like you shouldn't have to teach someone, let's just say for example, to not do silly things that would like outside of your uh, presence that you wouldn't like. I just feel like if someone genuinely loves you, they wouldn't even need you to need you to tell them or differentiate what you should and shouldn't be doing when they're with you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So things like that. I think that's genuine love. I don't, I don't. I wouldn't even say it's like the things that you hear like, oh, I love you without myself, or because I can never live without you. Or I don't even think love is the. I used to think it was. I think I, you have to be perfect for each other, or you have to feel the butterflies. Or I don't think that anymore. I used to, but I think love literally is someone you can be around all the time, doesn't get on your damn nerves, and just just already just knows things that you had to just like instruct someone else to do. That's why even if me and my suite doesn't work out in this relationship, <laughs> um, I will never be with someone again that I have to like teach how to treat me. Never. I would never waste my time. Exactly. That's annoying. Right. It's annoying as hell. Like well, not only that, if I, even if I have to, sometimes you even have to say it twice, girl. That's right. the part that blows my damn mind. Right. Like, not only that, I feel like I even had to tell you, you making me repeat myself. I'm, I'm getting confused. <laughs> like why well, I gotta tell you what you should be right. doing or how you should be treating me in a relationship that is crazy to me that's crazy it's very crazy and I feel like it's crazy when people make you feel like um you're requiring something that's just so out of the ordinary like I feel like I'm doing it for you so I know it's easy because I'm doing it. I'm not asking you to do anything that I'm not doing you weirdo so right. <laughs> you know this is, people are weird to me like oh especially like dudes when it comes to like, loving women you know it's just like Guys are like, you better give me a going, girl. But I'm just saying, guys are like, if you notice about dudes, they are like the best friends to dudes. Like, they are the most loyal, like, friends. And you know, even like to say, for example, off topic, like about the whole Takashi 69 things. If, if you ever go to comment on Takashi's page, I bet it out of morbid curiosity, these men are going to bat for the men that Takashi put in jail from snitching, right? They are, they, they act like they will kill him, spare their freedom for men they never even met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't see much of men doing that for no damn woman. <laughs> no, they don't. You know what I mean? So my thing is, you need to be loyal as, as to me, as you're loyal to your homeboys. You gotta have all these quote bro codes and street codes and the way you're supposed to move. It's like, okay, then y'all know how huh? a woman has to damn beat it into your damn head until the damn lights come on. But you, for some reason, understand it for a dude. That's why I have a theory. I have a theory that dudes wouldn't even be checking for women if it weren't sex. Yeah. Like, I don't even believe dudes really I mean, for the most part I'm not talking about mine of course but I feel right. like there's a big amount of men that I don't even think they like women if it weren't for sex I don't even think that they would even bother with us because the way y'all treat women is it's crazy to me it's it is it's, it's despicable like you I see so many times you know women are just like they can't they they are not happy because they can't get the man to do what they want the man to do. But you shouldn't have to do that much work to get someone who says they love you or says they care about you to do the things right. that they should be doing anyway. You know? Right. That's why I'm like, girl, if you get to the point where you got to... And I, oh, wait, wait. And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking people who, like, stick it with it and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, like, 
I would never want someone to tell me, oh no, girl, we worked, we worked through that. And, you know, he said he's gonna change this time. Be word, please. <laughs> Golly, why even, why even waste the time? I can't even imagine saying that out of my mouth. Like even saying it out like, oh, this time, you know, that means this happened a couple other times. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. I always equate it to like uh analogy, like say your two hands are occupied with something and you know you have your fist closed and of junk, you know what I mean? And while they're like that, you can't open your hands to, to open your hands to receive something new. You know what I mean? You're always hanging on to this old shit. Excuse my French. And yeah. that's what I think about people who hold on to terrible ass relationships. Like open up your hands and let it go, girl. Jeez. And that's part, that part is so important because that's exactly why they can't find anyone better because they won't let go of the trash. They will, they will continue to stay in, in, in something that's not good for them. Like you have to let that go so you can go to better, but you're not going to see better unless you let that go. Yep, chasing behind some nasty, stinky booty little boy. You know, exactly. Okay. Leave that little, leave that funky boy alone. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Girl, I can talk about this for a damn hour. So, okay, I'm ready for the next question. If you are, girl, <laughs> all right. <laughs> listen, we can. Oh, we might have to do talk a part two. Okay, listen. All right, that's real. Yes. All right. So, all right, we about to get crazy. Okay, Oops. you, <laughs> you and a few. Oh, T. You. Like, I know where you're from. That's why I didn't even ask. What? <laughs> I, I, I already knew where you were from. That's why I didn't even ask in the beginning when you asked where I was from. Because when I heard you, speak, I was like, okay. Everybody says that they can tell by the two and then you. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. You and a few of your coworkers have to, have to work late. At one point, you go to the bathroom, you open the door, you see two of your coworkers. One is rubbing baby oil on the other's butt. What are you saying and doing? Oh my gosh! I'm asking what's going on. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell, but I just I'm, I'm really just gonna have to know what's going on so I can know what I'm what I'm not telling. You know? <laughs> what y'all doing up here? Yeah, I'm like, okay, y'all, right? Y'all, y'all, y'all could have waited till we got off work, but go ahead, I guess. <laughs> you know, I never, you know, I never hate on people want to get it in. You know, I'm pro like love. I'm pro. You want to make whoopee? Do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Now I'll never be a weirdo to have you allow someone to do it with me in a room or something like that. But I've always been okay with facilitating. Bacon. I mean, you know, do what y'all gotta do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta do it. You know? I mean, it's a little, it's a little, you know, odd to walk in the bathroom and see something like that, but I mean, if oh, that's what y'all wanna do, I mean, yeah, yeah. do y'all. Look, you know what I learned? Girl, I'm, especially this year, I haven't seen it all. I probably, I probably wouldn't even blink an eye out to tell you the truth the crazy things I've been seeing this year. Um, life has been so weird that, like, Things aren't even that weird to me anymore. Like, TV is not even entertaining anymore because real life is just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, I've, I've, I've clowned them, as you can probably tell by my personality. I would definitely roast. Now, don't get me wrong. Right. And I wouldn't let them move it down. But you said the butt, right? Rubbing it on the butt. The baby, mm-hmm. the, the, baby oil That's on the butt. I've been touching the coworkers booty. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, put your I own said they baby were nasty. Right. right, wash your hands. Like, I don't know. Wash your hands. Cause I'm, I'm a germaphobe. I have OCD, so I like I like legitimately have it. So I I, was, I don't even like being in public restrooms. I, I try to get in and out as fast as I can. So I mean, you know, nasty. I don't like it. I don't like sharing other people's spaces. But I don't know. 
yeah, no. I don't know what y'all doing in here. <laughs> you know, y'all, 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 I just know they need to wash their hands after they done and then go ahead on and get away from me. Because I don't know. That basic ass principle. Girl, you would have been surprised to my dismay how alarming it was for people and it was a job for people to wash their hands when this whole pandemic happened. Like, what y'all need to be told this for? Now that is something, isn't it? Like, really? Like, so y'all really was out here not washing y'all hands. How disgusting. Wiping their whole ass. And then walking out the back. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen I've been in the bathroom and I know what they were doing in there, girl. I know they was wiping ass and walked right out the bathroom. It infuriated me. Oh my god. That's why I don't touch the handle when I leave. Oh, that's the worst. That thing, that handle, any kind of handle, oh my god. It is like Mm -hmm. a house for so much bacteria. Oh my god. Oh, I know. I'm about to throw up. Yeah. Okay. That always gets me like with homeless people too, because they live, they survive, they're just fine. I'm like wondering how. Like, but I was asking my mom one time. I left some, I think some rice out. No, it was corn out overnight, and I wanted to eat it. So mm-hmm. I asked her, I was like, you think it's good? And I was just like, people eat out trash cans, and they're just fine. If <laughs> <laughs> you really think about it, I'm worried about two hour like danger zone shit, and. They out here eating trash, okay? Yeah, I've seen a man eat spaghetti out the trash before in Seattle. And I guess he's just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Not trash spaghetti. Not trash spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You got to slurp. At least get a burger. You can bite into it. Just slurp something out the trash. (laughs) (laughs) That is so nasty. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. that's hilarious oh my god all right so okay let's play Linnea's trivia okay so this is why is your trivia so different huh my trivia why is your trivia so what's the difference for your trivia (laughs) (laughs) I had to put my little my little stank twist on it you know switch switch it up just a little bit okay so you know yeah you know a little bit a little something like that (laughs) Okay. Now, so far, so far, nobody has um, won anything yet. You know, I don't oh, know. But... Let me do it then. Okay, you want to kill it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right, so I have five categories for you to choose from, and you have a minute to answer all three questions correctly. So after, so when I ask you the question, I'll start a timer. When the timer goes off, that means your time's up. Now, you can get one clue, but only one clue, you know, as far as all the three questions, okay? And I'm going to tell you what you can pick from. You can pick from politics, Black TV film, Black history, about me and my podcast, or music. Girl, I'm about to kill this. Let's do let's do black TV first. Okay, let's okay. do it. Oh, wait, am I doing one of all, or I can pick three? You said right? No, you pick one category. So you can do you want to do black TV and film? Oh yeah, definitely black TV. Yeah. Oh okay okay. Okay, so let me let me get the timer ready. Damn. Okay, so I'm gonna start the timer after I ask the question. Okay. First question: yes, How many characters? Did Martin portray on his show Martin? Damn. <laughs> uh, let me let me think. Uh, we have Shanae. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, did you start already? Hmm. You started already? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm like, what? No, we had um, we had Shanae. We had Jerome. We had the dude that fixed the car. Mm-hmm. 
car. Uh, I ain't had to do the fix the car. Oh, Dragonfly Jones. Is the time running? Hmm? Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Let's start. Yeah, the time is on. You want to start over? Yeah, yeah, wait. Okay, wait. So the time go for one for each question or? Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to start it over. So, so once I ask you the question, you have a minute to answer. So after I ask you the question, I'm going to start the timer. So when the timer goes off, it, I set it for a minute. So when it goes off, that's when it's over. Like, you're, you know, we got to move on to the next question. So once I ask you the question, I'm going to turn the time on. Okay, got you. You have one minute. Okay, so we gonna start. I'm gonna start over. Um, okay, how many characters did Martin portray on his show, Martin? And now I'm gonna start the time. Okay. So ready? I'm gonna, I'm gonna name. Uh, we got Dragonfly Jones, Shanae, Roman House, Mama Payne. Oh, the guy that cleaned the the, the guy that did the um. What do you call it? Fix the car. Mm-hmm. White dude. Dude that. Oh, Roscoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love this party, my girl. I'm gonna say nine. Oh, you got it right. Really? Yes, nine. He played nine characters. <laughs> I was obsessed with Martin. I still watch it to this day. Yes. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yes, ma'am. All right, the next one is. What was the cause of James' death in the show, Good Times? And didn't he in a car accident? Yes, you got it. Okay. <laughs> Girl, I was a TV you, baby. You know you have a black TV. Okay. Yeah, I know you're going to get this one. All, All right. right. So the last one is, what did Claire Huxtable do for a living on the show, <gasps> the Cosby show? Oh, she was a lawyer. Yes, you won. <laughs> okay. Bailey is the first TV, baby. That's right. You know that black TV girl. You know that's so, real. <laughs> so you win either $20 cash app or you can Ooh. pick a mystery prize. Ooh. Dang, I know the 20s, but I can order pizza tonight. Uh, you know what? I just have some fun to do the mystery prize. But <laughs> the mystery prize? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So the mystery prize is a book. And it's called Release Me by Angel Sand. That's real. Yep. And it's a really great book. Is it? Mm-hmm. She is also a podcaster of, I don't know if you heard of Dirty Talk and The Mermaid and the Lion. Oh, so this is about like freaky stuff. Yes, it's spicy. It's very good. Okay, good. Very good. I was hoping so. See, yeah, I'm glad I picked the mystery up. See, because you spend money, but you know, a book, something about a book, you know? It's, it's, it's I really good. I can't believe I got that one right. About Martin, yes. I, can't, I just guessed because yes. I figured I listed them, but I figured there had to be one. You know what I mean? I just added one from like it has to be one more. I don't know. I just kind of guessed, you know. But I named eight, I think. Yeah, you did really good. You did really good. You're the first winner, and I've only I think I've only yeah. had like two contestants so far, and you're the first winner so far. And that's what happened. What, what what category did they pick? I didn't hear that one. Um, so they did music my last episode they did music and then the last one i think they did, they did black history i want to say i think they did black history you should have known they wasn't gonna get that right um <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just too much you know Wait, the Maybe. first one was my husband what, what what i think he picked yeah i think he picked yes black history black history and music yes 
Oh, I right. had some you hard ones though. Let me tell you something. This is cool what you did. Like, I like that. Don't be mad if I gotta steal this idea one day. Listen, um, it's, this is it's, cool. This is about inspiring. You know what I'm saying? So I'm so happy that you won. Congrats. Look, thank you. I'm gonna have to slide you my address on uh, what you call, and we get done with this. Uh, an email. Yeah. I'll send it over. Yeah, hit me up. Now, before you leave, though, you know I want to do unpacking your box with you, Ooh. and you know. That's a minute where you get to just say whatever you want. You can vent. You can leave encouraging words. Whatever you got to get off your chest. Like the biz ox. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So, first of all, I'm going to let you know that I enjoy your content. I do. And I love how you, what I really liked about you is when you did the um, thing empowering the women. But then you also gave the kings a chance, too. I like mm-hmm. that. When you had the kings here. Thank and you. And then, um. Even though I think the men are ashy, but whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. No, and um, I really just uh, appreciate you reaching out, and I just love creating, and I love meeting the minds of others who like to call creatives, and um, I really enjoy this. When you hit me up, I had to do it because I was like, of course, I gotta talk to my girl. But oh, I would like to plug the pod if you don't mind. Sure. Oh, okay. Well, my brother and I have a plug. Visit at you know that's real again at you know that's real on Instagram and you can look us up on all the platforms. At, uh, you know that's real the podcast. Just thirty minutes of fun and you know we I feel like we enlighten a tiny bit. We get into some real stuff. It's not all just fun and games. But what I would like to say to people before I get out of here to uplift is um am I going out? I have a gate on my mic, so I, if I move over a little bit, my voice kind of gets lower. Um, no, you good. Keep inspiring and. So the people out there, be inspired. And if there's anything you want to do, I think right now is the perfect time to um, rush up on your craft, uh, find a craft that you may be interested in, get into interests, a hobby, or just even get into you. I think right now, if you guys are out there and you're feeling a little down, or you're feeling like, like you're out of control, anxious, just kind of hold on to things you can to take control of and take this time to learn how to be alone. You know what I mean? Learn how to get into you, um, learn how to, not mask your anxieties by you know drinking or smoking or just being with someone you want to be with just for their company or you know just have this time to feel and experience and have the, the uh, willingness to experience what you're feeling right now i feel like sometimes when we go to these things people want to evade feeling them they want to escape pain sometimes it's okay to feel those things and work through them and discover more about your strength so that's why I've been using this time because I've dealt with anxiety. And like I said earlier, I have OCD. And actually, surprisingly, this has been a point in my life where I've probably felt the most in control, being out of control because I've grasped and held on to the things that I couldn't control and just um, felt, you know what I mean? And just took it for what it was. So I think that's what I would leave the people with, you know? And if you want to do something, go out and do it. And don't, if you're on the edge, you I want to try potting or writing or making a YouTube do it and try not to let other people's expectations or limits that they may have on them try not to let their limits that stop them from living try not to let them force those on you and not do what you gotta do and even if you only got 12 listeners do it it doesn't matter because those could be 12 lives that you could change so that's all i really got to say about my unpacking of the box <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. what i do you know i love it i love everything and you say I've been trying to spit, you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, you drop gems all the time, you know. This, this is why one of the reasons why I love you. You always dropping gems, yeah. yeah. Look, Bailey's you know, gem. I need, to, I, need, look, I need to be dropping myself into a gem because I've been gaining some weight. 
That's what I really Look, need to do. That's what all of us. Listen, all of us sitting yeah. in the house, eating, eating, more eating. And I feel you because I'm, I'm on my weight loss journey trying to eat right, trying to work out. It is so hard because food is so good. Hard. It's so good. And it's so comfortable. And like when the pandemic first hit off, I was doing my thing. And then I kind of my back started hurting. I was working out too much. And then I just like, forget it. I'm about to just get fat. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you got to enjoy life. Yes. But hey, look, 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 I can't wait to enjoy my new book. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't forget to hit me up with your address so I can see this. But you're going to love it. And let me know, you know, what you think about it after you read it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do that. You know, I kind of thought about that one time. That would be cool. I don't know if anybody has that. They probably do. But like a podcast, like a book club. Like a book club. Oh, that would be dope. Yeah, like a book club. I mean, that would be dope. But then, I mean, you would have to read a book a week. I, I think you can read a book in a week. Yeah, I used to I read books so. faster when I was younger, but I can read them kind of slow now. I, I don't read one book at a time. That would be great. I would definitely participate in that. Yes. Well, all right. You make sure y'all make sure y'all listen to my girl. Listen to my sis. She's amazing. She's dope. I'm so happy she blessed the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. We about to be out. Hello? Hey, Linnea, how are you? Hey, Sydney, how are you? Well, thank you so much for um, doing this so early. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Thank you for, you know, being flexible and working with me. I appreciate it. No problem. The mayor will be on just a couple minutes late, but he is on his way. Okay, no problem. Okay, I'm going to go back on mute. Okay. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out to talk to me. I appreciate you. Not a problem. Not a problem. All right. So I'm going to get right started. Uh, started. Jump in real quick because I know you have uh, your short on time. Um, so I'm just going to introduce you on and we'll start talking, okay? Cool. All right. So today I'm here with Mayor Brandon Scott. Hello, sir. How are you? Hi, ma'am. How are you? I am great today. I hope you are doing well. Yes, I am. Thank you so much. So, for those who may not know, you were were you born and raised in Baltimore? Born and raised, Baltimore born, Baltimore bred. When I die, I'll be a Baltimore dead. Ah, uh, yes, I love it. So, tell me, like, what sparked your interest in politics? Well, it's just you know, I, I was born in 1984, and I I grew up in Park Heights, so. When you grew up in a, in a neighborhood that the world descends on for a horse race, but uh, every other day of the year, you you struggle to be seen as human. Where I saw my first shooting before my 10th birthday, it changed 
and I knew at an early age that if I wanted it to be better, that I had to be directly a part of that and I could wait for someone else to do it. Yes, I love it. So, like, what does your vision look like for Baltimore? Well, for me, uh, I, when folks ask me about my vision and what, what I want my term and time as mayor to be about, I often tell them it's about uh, building a foundation for how Baltimore can be uh, its best representation of itself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we came into office uh, with a city that essentially was decimated and the foundation, as, we, as you very well know, had so many cracks in it because of things that were done uh, and decided or actions that were taken by folks that were sitting in this very chair that I'm sitting in right now before I got here. So we're talking about building the foundation. One, that's operating through a lens of equity, being unafraid to confront the legacy of inequitable policies here in Baltimore that uh, was created here. The first uh, legislation that did redlining was in Baltimore. We have to lay the groundwork for a more equitable city from the way we invest our money to how we design solutions to problems. We have to talk about building public safety in Baltimore, moving away from thinking that law enforcement alone can solve that problem, better coordination of law enforcement and city agencies, but also a grassroots efforts at the street level that play a significant role in stabilizing community and reducing violence it has to be all hands on deck. You don't, you don't cure cancer by fighting one symptom. You cure cancer by attacking the whole thing. Uh, prioritizing our young people investing in their promise and not their failure uh, uh, fully as now this, that now the state legislature has overridden the governor's short-sighted veto of making education uh, funding in Maryland fully funding our schools. We will, the city under my leadership, will fully fund our portion, fully funding education and being intentional about opportunities for our young people, assuring they have a seat at the table, something that always will happen with me. Uh, we had young people on every one of my transition committees. And last but I think one of the most important things is about building public trust, building a culture of accountability, of transparency and efficient service delivery so that people can once again believe in their government. Yes. So when you, when you think of uh, the beauty of Baltimore, like what's the first thing that comes to your mind? People. And people. And that's what is the most a beautiful thing about our city is Baltimoreans. When uh, folks say, you know, from out of town, say, Brandon, why do you call it Charm City? I'm like, well, it's not because of the harbor or how nice it looks at night when you guys are watching the Ravens smash somebody on Monday Night Football. It's the people. We are the best thing about Baltimore. That's the thing that I love about our city the best because we love our city. Uh, we might talk about ourselves, but we're not going to let anyone else do it. But also we have that gritty, grimy spirit that we're going to achieve what we want no matter what anyone else says. I agree. I myself was born and raised in Baltimore, and the people are, like, amazing. Like, I tell people all the time, like, no matter what, I know we get, a, you know, a negative um, flack, which is why I'm doing, you know, this season, just to shine a light on the beauty in Baltimore. But um, I agree so much. Yeah, so what's your favorite uh, food spot in Baltimore? Oh, wow, I have many of them. So it depends on what I'm, what I'm going to get. Uh, I think when I, when you think about, I'm also a pescatarian, so when I want to go get something vegan is Land of Kush, without a doubt. 
Uh, when I when I want a nice fish sub, I'm going to Terra Cafe. Uh, when I want a crab cake, I'm going to Coco's. When I want to eat crabs out on a crab deck, I'm going to Captain James. And when I want a slice of pizza, I'm going to Frank's Pizza. So that's pretty much all of my favorite spots in, in one quick swoop. <laughs> yes, the, all of those. Y'all getting this? Oh, my God. I love it. All right. So before you leave, I love to do something with every guest. I call it unpack your box, which is basically where you get a moment you know, pretty much just one minute, just to say whatever you feel. You can leave last encouraging words, whatever it is you want to say. Yeah, well, listen, for your listeners, what, what I'm going to do is, is let everyone know that the, there is a new day in Baltimore. No, I am not the savior for our city. Uh, yes, we will together work to build the foundation of how we can be a Baltimore. But let me be very clear. I will not, and no one will, uh, me or the folks that come after me, no one will eliminate all the issues that Baltimore has in a four-year period. But what we're talking about is building a foundation. The person who is laying the bricks at the bottom of the house or the bottom of the skyscraper is just as important, if not more important, than the person who puts the fancy thing at the top. And that's what you have to have. And what you're going to get from me, Baltimore, is leadership that's willing to do that, willing to have my hands in the dirt, that's always going to publicly uh, be upfront with you, who's going to be unafraid to do the right thing, even if it's the unpopular one, even if you all are going to be mad at me uh, for doing it, I'm going to do it because it was right for Baltimore, not necessarily what's right for me in my political career, because that's not the kind of leadership you need. Yes, thank you so much. I just want to tell you that you are inspiration. Like I have, a, I have an 18-year-old son and a 10-year-old son, and they can look at you and be like, you know, one day that could be me. So what you're doing is amazing. I love it. And, you know, keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And please let them know that one day I don't want them to, to be like me. One day I want them to be better than me in every single thing and every single job that I've had because – my uh, job is to struggle and go through things that they don't have to. And thank you for having me. And keep up the great work with the cast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Well, you have a good one, okay? You too. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you.